What's going on, everybody? It's your buddy, it's your pal, Spass Phoenix, the YWC Reality Check. And yes, doing a bit more news, although it's mostly just me speculating. Uh, we're still in the post-Royal Rumble glow. It still feels good. We're still on the way to WrestleMania. I am going to touch on the CM Punk horrible news uh, later on this week when we do WWE last week. But... There was stuff that happened at the Rumble, there was returns, there was surprises, there was cameos, etc. And I just want to bask in that a little bit, because WWE already feels kind of new, even as we go into, into WrestleMania season. So, two of the big surprises that came in the Rumble were the return of Naomi to WWE, the return of Andrade to WWE. They both came home. One went to TNA and had a great time, and, and all, all of that was said and done. Did some cool stuff, had the title for a bit, and came back. The other went to AEW and got used the way people get used in AEW and came home. And that's wonderful. And transcribed from some of the post-Rumble uh, interviews and whatnot that happened. We got some thoughts from Andrade, we got some thoughts from Naomi, and it's not much, it's everything and nothing, happy to be back type stuff, but after we're done talking about that, we will talk about a lot more teasing of crossover and such that I've been talking about for several, several days now, but uh, more people seem to be lending more and more credence to. So Naomi came back, Naomi came back in the Royal Rumble PLE, formerly known as Trinity Fatu in TNA, made her return to the company in the Royal Rumble match. In a backstage interview after the show, Naomi commented the following, according to No DQ. Man, it was hard to hold back all the emotions. I couldn't, man. I really felt like after this little journey I've been on to finally be back, that was scary. You never know what reaction or response you're going to get and who's going to feel it, man. Uh, and just after the ride I've been on, I feel like nothing can break me. I didn't win, but I hung in there. That Jade is something else, I'll tell you what. I don't know what to do about her. So, interesting. Teasing something with Jade Cargill. They teased something with Jade Cargill with pretty much everybody, which was which was a good thing. They had her going up against Ivy Nile, because she's a, she's a big muscle chick. And I mean that in the positive way. They did some stuff with her and Naomi. Um, they did some stuff with her and Bianca, they did some stuff with her and Jade interacted with just about everybody. She chucked out Nia Jax, and I really hope that's not her, her first program, because I'm pretty sure she doesn't want a broken nose. But Naomi, coming back, talking about her, I mean, she doesn't mention TNA by name, but the journey I've been on and finally being back, it's the scary part, you know, you never know what response you're going to get. I mean, in all reality, it might be a little bit of a, of a overreaction because she hasn't been gone that long. We know she's married to an Uso, and the connection has always been there, even while she hasn't been there. People have kept breathing life into the story about her and Sasha Banks leaving. Now, if you go back at the time when I did some content on that, my, my, my content on that situation was mostly directed at Sasha Banks because many, many people at the time, including people close to Naomi, thought that uh, Sasha Banks was the one with a, with a cactus up her ass and Naomi was just kind of following suit, being a good friend, being a good partner, etc. I kind of want to believe that. I mean, Naomi's not my favorite star by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, happy to have happy people in happy situations. Um, we hear a lot about it across the board with, with couples that are in different companies. Even even back in the day uh, when WWE were kind of shitty about things, when you would have one partner on Raw and one partner on SmackDown, that was difficult enough. But having, you know, somebody 
somebody like a John Moxley in AEW while Renee Paquette was still in WWE. Um, keep forgetting because real names and fake names get mixed in, but whichever one of the iconics that Sean Spears is with um, being in WWE while she still was, while he was in... in uh, in AEW, I mean, Britt Baker, Adam Cole was was a prominent, uh, prominent situation there as well. So, I mean, am I on fire that she's back? No, especially because we've been talking about it for like a month already. It wasn't a huge surprise, but one of those like be happy for happy people type of of things. And she seems happy to be back. She's teasing something with Jade, but. I don't want to hang my hat on that because when they first brought Jade to the company and they just basically they just wanted everybody to know that WWE had Jade. They put her walking into the building with Shawn Michaels, walking into the building with Triple H, face to face with Becky Lynch, face to face with Charlotte Flair, uh, sitting on her own throne uh, above the crowd at NXT, teasing where she was going to go, teasing who she might fight. So this might just be another tease, or this might be Naomi shooting her shot, be like, hey, they're going to do something with her. Maybe they should do something with her and me. So happy for her. Really, really cool. Um, we'll see where she goes. Now, the other one is Andrade, and it's hilarious because as I look at the, again, it's an ODQ page, um, at the bottom is the video of his interview, and it's him today, and at the top is a picture of him holding the NXT championship before they turned it into a rainbow belt, uh, and getting the quintessential point photo with Triple H. Andrade uh, asked very similar questions about his Royal Rumble return. Andrade commented the following on being back in WWE, according to Aaron Rift. How do I feel? Happy. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be back. I needed to leave to remember who I was, so now I'm back. I know who I am, and remember now nobody's stopping me, okay? So, he didn't know who he was uh, after he left. He found himself, and I would love to think, thought, I know who I am now, and I'm better than this place. I'm going back home. Really, really cool. Now, this lets me branch off into a sort of a speculative bit. This is no longer news. This is just me speculating. A lot of new names from the Rumble lead to the boring sort of administrative conversation about, oh, who goes where, and, and if they go there, are they going there? They did the same thing when Punk and Randy Orton basically returned on the same night. Under very different circumstances, nobody knew Punk was coming, everybody knew Randy was coming, but they did arrive on the same night. It was very, very much like Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, except better, because they were coming home. Um, on Raw, again, we'll touch more on this when I do WWE last week, which hopefully will actually have an episode this week. Uh, we saw in the back Andrade with Adam Pearce signing his contract for Monday Night Raw, and in a brief uh, backstage scene between Adam Pearce and Nick Aldis, who was there on SmackDown, uh, Nick Aldis was there because Bailey was on Raw, so he had to approve it as the SmackDown GM, blah, 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 blah. He suddenly had to leave because he had a phone call from Braun Breaker, which made me smile a whole bunch, because we've got one person returning to the company, they're assigned to Raw, one person within the company from the NXT brand getting a call up, and it's very, very, very heavily hinted that he'll be going to SmackDown. Braun Breaker on SmackDown is going to be awesome. Braun Breaker versus, uh, what's his name, Solo Sokoa is going to be awesome at some point. I wonder, I wonder how they're going to present him because back when we thought he was going to get called up about a year ago, 
he was the unstoppable babyface champion. He finished his deal. We were so sure he was coming up. And instead of calling him up, they turned him heel and have, had him have a heel run. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, because he's got a match on... Uh, on NXT Vengeance Day coming up in a couple of days, and he is a heel. He's in the asshole tag team with Baron Corbin, which is kind of awesome, actually. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he is, in fact, on SmackDown, or if that was just a tease, and if he is on SmackDown, how they present him. Now, let's extrapolate that a little bit over the other names that we got um, in the Rumble. Jade Cargill's an interesting one. Naomi is a return. Jade Cargill got signed a while ago. She's been a presence in the WWE for a while, but she made her in-ring debut on Saturday. Naomi literally had a match on TNA where she lost her title, had a rematch for that title, did the duties on the way out, as I, as I said on the other video, and showed up in the Rumble to say, hey, I'm back in WWE. Now, I have to imagine if we're going to go sort of one for one, then... Uh, Andrade went to Raw, Breaker went to SmackDown, maybe Naomi goes one way, Jade goes the other way. I'm really trying to think of where I want them to go. Naomi, you would think Naomi would go to SmackDown because they would try to keep her and Uso together, um, but if that's maybe not a thing, then I don't know. Uh, I have to think that they want to put Jade Cargill where Charlotte Flair is, because that was definitely a direction before Charlotte Flair got hurt. Um, so maybe Jade on SmackDown, Naomi on Raw. Now, speculative, because we know that showing up in the Rumble does not necessarily mean you've been called up, but Carmelo Hayes has been featured on SmackDown a lot. I gotta assume he's staying there after Vengeance Day. Trick Williams showed up once, on SmackDown, he technically wasn't in the Rumble, but I'm throwing this in here because it was part of the Rumble weekend. He might follow Carmelo to SmackDown, and they may carry their story there. I kind of want to, want them to be separate. I don't want to see them split up and then be on the same show. Like, I don't want to see them have a falling out on NXT, and then they just fight on NXT. Because while you could get one good match out of that, probably at Stand and Deliver, if they choose to do it, I would rather have it, they've fallen out, Carmelo's moved up, Trick maybe picks up the championship, they both succeed, and then when Trick comes up, um, he can sort of have a, like, hey, remember me type of thing. Uh, same thing with Roxanne Perez and Tiffany Stratton. Both of them are ready. Roxanne was beyond ready when she showed up in NXT. Tiffany Stratton, although most people don't want to give her credit for obvious reasons, uh, she's ready to go as well. Throw one on Raw, throw one on SmackDown. Tiffany could go to Raw and sort of renew her hostilities with Becky Lynch if they want to do that. Um, Roxanne Perez? I don't know. Does Roxanne Perez tie it up with somebody like an EO Sky or an Asuka? That could be a lot of fun as well. Now, on the other side of the coin, uh, I've said another side of the coin a lot. Throw Roxanne Perez onto Raw, and she can get one or two matches in with Rhea Ripley before Rhea Ripley takes on Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. That would be a lot of fun. Um, who do they have that's a wrecking ball on SmackDown? Tiffany Stratton versus Shotzi Blackheart would be a lot of fun. So I'm just speculating, and the last one, the one I wanted to say, the one that people keep saying was a disappointment at number 30. Now, both Rumbles, because they were built up so well, and there was so much speculation around both Rumbles, Sami Zayn basically got 
a wet fart reaction because he wasn't fucking Kazuchika Okada, and Liv Morgan got a wet fart reaction because she wasn't AJ Lee or Sasha Banks. Really unfair. Really a shot in the nuts to both of them, even though Liv Morgan doesn't have nuts. I'm sure that she was assigned to a brand before she got hurt, but as it's a return in the loosest sense of the word, I could see them using it as an excuse to make her come back, uh, who's, who's signing to whose brand type of idea. Liv Morgan and, and uh, Rhea Ripley are going to tie it up again at some point. I just don't know if it needs to happen immediately. Um, something I would like to see when Dakota Kai is back and able to wrestle and cleared and not injured and rah, 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 Liv Morgan versus Dakota Kai. There, there's something there. Now, the other thing that I will say, and there's already a lot of crossover already, so I don't even know if this is really a question. If Breaker and Carmelo and Trick and Roxanne and Tiffany and uh, other people that I've mentioned are all coming up to the main roster, is anybody else going back down? The last person to go back down permanently was... I mean, I guess you could say Rich Holland, but I don't even know really what they're doing with him yet. Baron Corbin's gone back down, and the dude is underrated as hell. Uh, Dragon Lee is still kind of pulling double duty. LWO are on NXT tonight as I record this. Um, so a big, you know, quote-unquote arrival in, uh, in NXT would be less impactful these days because it's more common, but I mean, if you threw, like, Becky Lynch was the the better example before, but if you throw, I don't know anybody, Seth Rollins, go have a go have a run in NXT once you've lost your championship. Cody Rhodes, go have a match in NXT with somebody. I mean, whether it's on the main roster or on SmackDown, I do want to see Cody Rhodes versus Carmelo Hayes at some point. That'll be a hell of a match. A really wicked homecoming for NXT would be somebody like a Sami Zayn. Do they play around with that a little bit? Because I have no idea what Sami Zayn is doing for WrestleMania season, folks. I really don't. And his buddy Kevin Owens has gone down there a couple times for a couple of different things. So, throw it down in the box below. All these people that I've mentioned, Andrade's spoken for, Breaker's kind of spoken for, Jade Cargill, Naomi, Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams, Roxanne Perez, Tiffany Stratton, and possibly Liv Morgan. Where do you want them all to slot in, and where do they slot in as we go to WrestleMania, and who from the main roster could do with a refresh down in NXT. Now, the bigger story, the more fun story, the more speculative story to talk about, and it all comes from, you guessed it, Jordan Grace showing up in the Women's Royal Rumble. I, I hyped it up before the Rumble, I told you how excited I was about it after the Rumble, what I think it means, etc. Well, she's been teasing the fuck out of this. People are making Worlds Collide graphics with WWE and TNA logos on them, which makes me really, really happy. But there's a steady string, if you follow Jordan Grace on Twitter, or X, she's got a steady string of, of basically just things Things that she wants you to notice, let's be real for a second. Now, the funniest thing is the video that she put up of herself at home on uh, on the night of the Rumble trying to throw people off, which was like, huh, you wouldn't just throw up a random video of your house, would you? And then she showed up in the Rumble. Um, 
starts out pretty generically. Thank you, WWE Universe. This won't be the last time. You, this won't be the last you see of TNA. It's not even. This isn't the last you've seen of me. It's this is the last you've. This isn't the last thing you've seen of TNA. Obviously, she reposts all the videos that WWE's Twitter account has put up of her entrant and whatever. And WWE has written extensively about how how awesome it was and to have TNA Knockouts Champion Jordan Grace has just entered our Women's Royal Rumble Triple H. On, uh, on the presser was awesome in how effusive he was of his praise of both TNA, their women's roster, and Jordan Grace specifically, and how, uh, how we're happy to have her, because things like Forbidden Doors are silly, silly things. Um, she reposted something that Impact put out, because obviously TNA is proud to have her represent them in the Rumble. They have this big graphic done up. You've probably seen it doing the rounds already. Uh, basically, of all of her her accomplishments within TNA, uh, first ever digital media champion, three-time Knockouts World champion, uh, one-time Knockouts World tag champion, and WWE Royal Rumble entrant Jordan Grace. Now, the cool thing about this is since she was in the Rumble, she is on every advertisement you see for their weekly show, for their pay-per-views, for their TNA Plus thing, like... In 24 hours, they made her the poster child for the whole company, and that's fucking awesome. You want to have shit like that come about. Um, Natalia was also very, very up there with her praise. Can't wait to wrestle you again soon. Big heart emoji, whatever. And Jordan Grace just responded with, oh, soon. Very soon. Um, she posted another video from the Rumble. Uh, again, showing how thankful she is to be invited to the rumble so to speak words couldn't do my feelings justice about any of this i'm overwhelmed by all the love that being said this would have never happened on my home turf at bianca belair because bianca belair gave her a kod on the apron that looked like it fucking wrecked right above that you've got a picture with a caption that says a photo is worth its weight in gold and it is her and Rhea Ripley with their belts backstage at the Rumble. Now, it's kind of funny because Rhea Ripley's in, like, regular clothes because she didn't wrestle that night and she's still in her gear. Um, but the the two of them with the two belts, and I'm like, ah, oh, come on, give us the crossover match. It's fine. Um, more, more stuff with her from TNA being represented as a WWE Rumble participant. Um, there's a lot of footage of her and Naomi in the Rumble with the with the caption, once a knockout, always a knockout, which I think is cool. Um, Jordan Grace, hey, one phenomenal weekend, and it's her with, with AJ Styles, who, this is another conversation for another time, but what the hell did AJ Styles do while he was gone? Dude is j j j j j jacked Uh... I think that's it for the... Oh, and then there's a video put out by TNA of her talking about... Basically finding out that she was going to be there and, you know, she thought it was a rib. She thought she was going to be running in from the crowd. She never thought, you know, she'd be invited to something like this, let alone that they would have called TNA and say, we want Jordan Grace, which is really, really cool. And then she's reposted a bunch of tweets from a bunch of people that are like... Wow, if that's who, sort of like wow, if that's who they have in their women's division, maybe I'll maybe I'll tune in and try TNA. And she just responds to all of them with "See you this Thursday, 8 p.m. on Access," which I guess is where you watch it in the states. Now, all of this is is hint dropping. All of this is hint dropping. She put a, another picture 
uh, of her that Bleacher Report put out with their article about her joining, and the caption is TNA by Raw. Just saying. Um, and I think that's it, and the rest of it is just her hanging out with people backstage at WWE. Um, one of her friends that she used to train with is now a referee in WWE. That's pretty cool. That's, like, nice behind-the-scenes type stuff. But then, then we go over, we go back to No DQ. Uh, shout out to Aaron Rift and all the people over at No DQ who grabbed a quote from, can't read my, uh, my notes here. Steve Fall of WrestleNews.co interviewed her about her Royal Rumble experience, specifically asked her about defending her title against Bianca because Bianca was the one that uh, had eliminated her from the Rumble. They talked about the spot. They talked about the fact that I didn't know this either. Bianca Belair's never done the KOD on the apron edge, which... It looks like it wrecks, so maybe don't do it too much. Um, she was asked if she would ever... Uh, you know, accept Bianca Belair coming over to TNA to challenge her for her title. She says, of course, anytime she wants to come over and challenge me for the belt, I'd love to wrestle her. Now I think anything's possible. Mickey James was one, and this is what kind of what I was saying uh, leading up to the Rumble when the rumors were swirling around. Mickey James was one thing because she's already <coughs> she's already been in WWE. She had a rapport there, but I've never wrestled in WWE. I've never been on NXT. I've never been on Raw. I've never been on SmackDown. Heck, I was never even in the PC until last Thursday. So honestly, at this point, anything can happen. So, I hope it's more than just her. I really do, because I think the genu genuine uh, possibility of a, of a more open working relationship between WWE and TNA is awesome. Uh, I don't think she's the only one wanting it to happen. Uh, if you follow on social media, there's a lot of people um, either that she met with, like, like like I say, taking the pictures with with one champion, uh, asking another high-up person like Bianca Belair to come over to her side and fight for her championship. Um, Shout-outs to people like Natalia and uh, other people in the back. It's, it's a really interesting thing to watch. And I want to think because we're in a new we're in a new era where like there's not very much there's not very much anymore where it's like oh that could never happen there's not very much of that anymore so as I said um, I was excited when the rumor was that she was going to be in the Rumble because of what it represented I was excited when she did show up in the Rumble for what it represented and I'm excited for everything that she's putting out now not only because of her specifically but because of what it represents if she kicks down the door Mickey, Mickey James as I said it it was still cool it was still very cool and I don't want to take anything away from Mickey James although you guys know some of my issues with Mickey James. She came in. She was the Impact Knockouts champion. She presented herself as the Impact Knockouts champion, but she was former WWE superstar Mickey James. Jordan Grace is a different story. If if Mickey James sort of nudged the door open, Jordan Grace kicked the door open, and a couple more people walk through, then I think we have a much more interesting conversation to talk about now. And when I've started off this pod talking about all the people that showed up in the rumble and where they may end up why not and like i, I pick up my clipboard once again because i already put it down but imagine jade cargill showing up on impact for a night imagine masha slamovich making a run-in on smackdown imagine i don't know 
Rosemary and Crazy Steve showing up in NXT to join Chase U. Um, there's a lot of like there's a lot of fun possibilities, but as I said, my my default is give me something like Josh Alexander versus Chad Gable. Give me something like Ace and Bay taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, a million different possibilities, and it wasn't just a dropped conversation as soon as the Rumble was over. Pretty much was when Mickey James came in, whenever she came in. It was pretty much, yeah, this was kind of a cool thing that we did, but it was kind of a one-off, and don't really get your hopes up. There's a lot more There's a lot more smoke to the fire this time around, and I really, I, I think it's entertaining because it's two companies that I like, and I mean, hey, WWE needs an alternative. TNA is right there. Um... Really like to know what you guys think. Like I said, all the, all the people that we know are sticking around in WWE slash possibly sticking around from NXT. Let me know where you want them to end up and where you want them to end up in the shuffle as well as we go to WrestleMania. Let me know what you think of all these teases from Jordan Grace about uh, TNA crossover and how would you like a WWE TNA crossover to be treated. That's a lot. That's a lot. There's no reason at all for you to not leave a comment down in the comment section below or hit me up on X at Spaz. Phoenix, but that's about it. I'm out of breath. I'm going to go watch NXT and then probably record another pod previewing Vengeance Day this coming weekend. I've been Spaz, your YWC reality check. Subscribe up there, talk down there, start a conversation, keep all these conversations going. Don't be a stranger. I'll talk to each and every last one of you later, but from right now, I am saying it. Bye.